Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode that you can be considered as the Air Raid Attack Podcast. I'm your host, Michael, and as always, it's a pleasure to talk sports with you, talk college sports, professional sports, and even some, at times, high school sports. But in the meantime, we're going to be talking sports, college football indeed, and if you are, uh, if you're not following me, I should say, on Periscope, definitely follow me on Periscope, um, Mike underscore, I believe, Air Raid Attack, I don't really know. But we'll get that in the descriptions for the podcast at the end of the show. Well, actually, talking college football, college football has started this past week. Of course, BYU routing Navy, which a lot of people seem to be uh, upset. BYU looked pretty good. Um, running game looked great. I think overall they looked phenomenal. Uh, Southern Miss, not so much. Conference USA, not so much. But we'll talk that another time here momentarily. We're talking Big 12 football. Big 12, of course, Oklahoma. Many of you may know I'm a, <clears throat> I'm a diehard Sooner fan. But we'll talk Big 12 football, which, in fact, starts this weekend. Um, a few teams anyway. Texas has uh, Texas El Paso, which is UTEP. Oklahoma has FCS Missouri State. And Oklahoma State Tulsa is postponed to the 19th um, per COVID reasons. Um, not enough practices in for the Tulsa Golden Hurricane football program so they will be postponed to the 19th of september next week so in the meantime tcu smu which i was really bummed to see and hear that they are postponed i have no idea if they are going to be rescheduling i kind of hope they would but if they don't they don't but in the meantime let's talk big 12 expansion the reason why is this got a question today got a text from a buddy of mine will the big 12 expand that's the question uh obviously right now probably not in not in the next year or two now as we talk mega conferences i know about two three years ago i came up with what oklahoma should do or uh, the big 12 should do was attack every practically every region of the country you get your northeast your florida area your mid you know so on and so forth that's a little changed and here's why i had a caller uh, had connecticut you know grabbing the big connecticut mainly for basketball reasons had no has no implications of football we know why now the football program might as well at this point i know they've dropped out of the american uh, athletic conference rumors that supposed to be going fcs rumors independent we don't really know they bowed out this season in regards to even playing football uh, so we'll see how that goes transpires for the next year or two i said go after cincinnati go after boise state go after uh, San Diego State, San Diego State, not really for football purposes only, but you look at San Diego State, phenomenal basketball program, phenomenal baseball program. Um, so you kind of get a – and who wouldn't go travel to San Diego? I mean, I would not turn down a, an option of that at all. Last one, Boise State. I don't know if I mentioned them. Boise State, Central Florida. Not so much of a huge fan of South Florida. Not so much of South Florida. Notre Dame, you know, Notre Dame, 
could write out this ACC schedule for one year. They're already in ACC basketball. I'm guessing they're in the rest of the sports. I'm not really totally for sure on what they do and don't play otherwise. I know they got lacrosse. I believe they're in the ACC in that. I don't know on that one. Um, but, you know, they could ride hide. Notre Dame can really run with this thing. I believe that they're still getting their NBC money. And yet playing in probably, what would you consider this? Second, third best conference in the country? SEC being one. Who would be two? Could that be the ACC? And I'm on Periscope. Got college football fans there watching, interaction. Um, I probably wouldn't say the Big 12. I would probably put them at three or four. Pac-12, I don't know. I think Big 12, I think you could probably easily go SEC by far is number one. Big Big 10, I guess you can throw up in the mix at two. You can go Pac-12. ACC, I guess you could. Depends on what sport we're talking. Big 12, probably out of the power five, they probably ranked five. Because you got Oklahoma, some years Texas, some years Oklahoma State, and then you got everybody else. Up and rising Texas Tech program, I think we'll get back to where they were. You got Oklahoma State that could easily win the Big 12 this year. You got Texas. Depends on what team that they can play. You got Texas that can that can win some games. I still get think Sam Ellinger, best quarterback in the conference by four. They got the edge on that, I think, against Oklahoma. I still think Oklahoma, and I'll be biased on that one. I still think Oklahoma beats Texas. But the quarterback play, Sam Ellinger, to compare to Spencer Rattler, we'll see. Oklahoma has a bye week after this week. They get Kansas State, who a team that upsetted them in Manhattan. Then they're off, I think, again before they start Big 12 play. Uh, resume with Big 12 play. So, Texas Tech can easily be a program that can be a dark horse in the Big 12. Um, I think TCU all depends on their quarterback play. But I think if you look at the Big 12 overall, it's Oklahoma and everybody else. A few years, Texas. Few years of Oklahoma State. I think if Oklahoma State wins a Big 12 championship, it's going to be this year. I, I love the kid and Spencer Sanders. Love the kid and Spencer Sanders, the quarterback. Struggled last year, but that was expected. You got probably the best, arguably the best running back in the country, Chubba Hubbard. They have a legit chance. You can't count out Texas. By any means, cannot count out Texas. It's just, can Texas run the ball? That's the question. Can Texas run the football? Can they even defend it? Forgot to go live here on YouTube. That's fine. So anyway, Big 12 expansion, who do you want to see? Uh, tweet us if you follow me on Twitter. On air with Mike, uh, my, that's my personal. The show one is Air Raid underscore podcast. If you're just joining in on YouTube, we're talking Big 12 expansion football. Uh, I'll put this out on questions on YouTube. Feel free to enter the comments below. 
and on Periscope, let me know. Do we see, and if we do, who is the first conference to form the mega conference? Do we see the Big 12? Could this be the year that the Big 12 be the one for the first move in mega conference? I still would love to see the Big 12 expand. I don't know at this point who you grab. Question is, how big of a name is the Big 12 still? I think they're pretty decent. I think they're pretty decent. So, again, um, Texas Tech, I think, is a dark horse team in the Big 12. I expect them to, to make some noise. Really, I really, really do. Kansas is not there yet. Not there for Kansas. Kansas State can easily make some noise. But um, but again, we'll talk Big 12 football completely. Whole nother topic for a whole nother day. We can talk expansion. Let's continue that. But uh, for now, this week's college football games, not so many in the Big 12, nothing premier like we would have if we would have had Florida State, West Virginia. That was if everything played out as is, Florida State, West Virginia. But, of course, COVID had other plans otherwise. Um, so you got nothing to severity. Texas Tech plays Houston Baptist. Houston Baptist, I believe, the team that gave up 57 against North Texas. You got Coastal Carolina and Kansas. Kansas, I think, is the only one that's their spread is within a touchdown. Texas against UTEP. You got Oklahoma, Missouri State of the FCS. Arkansas State, Kansas State, don't be surprised. With the Red Wolves, uh, Baylor plays host to Louisiana Tech, and West Virginia plays host to Eastern Kentucky, and Iowa State plays host to Louisiana. My prediction is pretty flat out simple. I think Iowa State wins at Ames. West Virginia is going to take care of the FCS. I think Baylor is going to take care of Louisiana Tech. Oklahoma is going to steamroll through Missouri State. Texas will take care of Texas El Paso. Texas Tech will steamroll through Houston Baptist. I think Kansas beats Coastal Carolina, but that's going to be, I could be closer than expected. I think Arkansas State loses to Kansas State, but that's going to be, that's going to be a good one. And that's before the Oklahoma game. So I'll try to catch that one, or at least catch the, catch the score when I'm Norman on um, Saturday. So we'll see. Big um, Big Twelve overall this week. Nothing too much. We shouldn't expect nothing major to happen. Of course, next week you have Tulsa, Oklahoma State, and that's just because of the makeup game from this week. And then Big Twelve conference play starts. And I love, love, love the fact. I don't know if he's on here. My Red Raider fan. I'm telling you, two thirty Jones AT and T Stadium, the twenty sixth. Of September, Texas goes to Texas Tech, and do not be surprised if Texas Tech can pull off that upset. I'll be in Norman, so I can't watch it. I'll listen to it on the way home. I got to work that twenty sixth, but um, well, we'll talk that all that whole week another time. 
But like I said, um, this previous week, nothing too much has happened, transpired uh, in regards to uh, college football. Not many upsets, if any, that you would consider. I guess the fact that Southern Miss lost to South Alabama, you can consider that one. UAB being Central Arkansas, the fact they were so close was surprising. I watched Central Arkansas play, I believe, Austin P. Last week, and that was pretty bad at first. Um, but you had a lot of postponed games. Um, Jacksonville State, Florida National, Rice, Houston, all postponed. Army shuts out Middle Tennessee. Marshall wins easily. SMU struggled against Texas State. Uh, North Texas gave up 50 or scored 57, but they gave up 31 against FCS Houston Baptist, uh, Memphis, and then um, Memphis beat Arkansas State. Which I was not really surprised, but and then you got UTEP taking care of Stephen of Stephen F Austin BYU. Like I said, uh, the best game, well, best team that won, uh, 55-3 over Navy. Uh, so, again, college football at its finest. Unlike the years past, it's kind of hard to get excited for just for the simple fact that you have so much what's going on. So much. This week, I will tell you my predictions. Top 25, we're not going to go down the list of every single college football. We're just going to do top 25, I think. If I had to give an upset, even though you got, uh, looks like already one postponement in the top 25, look out for Duke. Duke, Notre Dame. I love the Fighting Irish. Bryce, the Clemson transfer to Duke, thinks a key factor. Notre Dame's big at home against Duke. But just keep an upset alert on that one. I pull I pull a uh, upset tag on that one. Duke North uh, Duke Notre Dame will be my upset alert of the week. So there you go. Upset alert Duke. And Notre Dame. Notre Dame welcomes the the ACC for the first time in school history. And um, we'll see, folks. We'll see. If you're chiming in on Oklahoma City, if you live if you live in Oklahoma, let's put it that way. If you live in Oklahoma, guess what? It's getting colder. The rain, I believe, is coming in. I got a notification saying that. Guess what? Lightning is in the is in. The vicinity of where you're at. So, fall has arrived. Fall has arrived. Moving on, NBA, real quick. We'll talk some NBA. Of course, Oklahoma City, that will be discussed on Thursday. But as we speak right now, Milwaukee leads Miami 32-30. Nine minutes left in the second. So, little side note. If you're wondering, why don't you talk some NBA basketball? Well, that's why. We're just getting started. If you're on YouTube, welcome. 
Periscope, welcome. Put chime in below, either comments on YouTube, either on Periscope. Your predictions for the college football realm. Will we see? Will we see college football complete the entire season? Or do you think? Do you think that um, the season will end shortly? My prediction before the Oklahoma State Tulsa game was canceled was the fact that they're going to play. When I say three games, three games, they're going to they're going to complete the three games, and then you're going to have a massive outbreak, or you're just going to have a lot of people freak out about this, that, and something else. So. We'll see. We'll see. In other college football news, real quick, Lincoln Riley says Oklahoma, Lincoln Riley, the head coach, says that the University of Oklahoma will not share coronavirus test results during the season. Lincoln Riley um, cites that competitive disadvantage. Now, I don't know if that's true or not. There's no win to that. But I think I agree to an extent. I don't think these universities should be sharing that information. Not so much from a disappointing... Not so much from a... uh, From a... um, What's the right word? From a disadvantage standpoint... I just don't think anybody really wants to know. Now, I know the ACC, all the coaches agreed on their end that they're going to share the information. And that's perfectly fine. I have no problem with that. If they feel that that's the best option, go for it. Me, personally... As a fan, it wouldn't hurt my feelings if the Big 12 sat there and said, we're not going to share no more information or or whatever the case may be. I'm not saying that Lincoln Riley is right. I'm not saying Lincoln Riley is is correct. Lincoln Riley pointed out that that, uh, we're at a point now um, that we're playing uh, games. Obviously, active case or contact trace is going to have game repercussions. And he made a good point about injuries. That, A, that in regards to injuries, you know, that's a, pretty much a lowdown as well. So he's wanting to keep it as an injury, as a um, underneath the desk, hush, hush type of thing. And that's perfectly fine. I think that's more of a distraction, if you ask me, than it is anything else in regards to, um, in regards to that. So, there you have it. Um, I don't know. I think that we play, I still think we go, I don't know. I still think three games, I still think something happens at that point. So, we shall see. We shall see. 
So, without further ado, let's pause for a moment. And uh, as the stuff upload, I don't know what's going on. No, we'll pause. <laughs> we'll continue to talk college football because that's what really the episode's about is college football. So if you're listening in, wherever you're at, whether you're live on Periscope, you're live on YouTube, if you're on YouTube, comments below. Your favorite college football moment, if you have one. Um, same with Periscope. Um, follow us on the show on Twitter, Air Raid underscore podcast. And then uh, my personal one on air with Mike. I believe the storm is rocking in. The storm has arrived. Good deal, good deal. So, with that being said, now, let's move it out. Let's keep going. Next week, what do you expect in college football? We're going to recap all the games that took place this weekend. Again, not so many, but we'll go on. We'll talk, <clears throat> we'll talk the recap from the Sooner. Uh, from a sooner game, I may do that on the road, headed back. We'll see. We'll see. But we're going to take a quick break, and you will get the privilege and honor to listen to a good friend of mine, Dave, who will tell you everything you need to know about fan futsal. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Air Raid Attack. What's going on, everyone? Dave from Fan Futsal here. What is Fan Futsal? You might be wondering. Well, Fan Futsal is a simplified fantasy soccer game. In Fan Futsal, you select five clubs instead of eight to 11 individual players for your fantasy lineups. Our fantasy scoring is based on match scores, not individual player stats, so it's a lot easier to follow. It's free to sign up and super easy to set lineups. So to learn more and to get started playing a simplified fantasy soccer game, go to Fan Futsal, F-A-N-F-U-T, sal.com thank you dave from fan futsal check him out good guy and uh, definitely give fan futsal a check give him a deck we're going to be talking last but not least we'll be talking the winners and losers from week one of the week one college football season the winners byu now granted if you look at byu they were definitely in the spotlight uh, primetime ESPN, they won 55-3 over Navy. Of course, let's be honest, probably the program becomes the major national talking point. Um, with that Army, Troy, Texas, San Antonio, they play at Houston. They got Texas State, um, Western Kentucky, North Alabama left on the slate. Not really much of a, a impressive schedule. Army could have given them issues, I believe. They may still try to find games to play. Uh, we'll see. Who I think is the loser of, of the week? Well, let's go Navy Navy's offensive line. Defensive line. Let's be honest. They were overmatched. They were overwhelmed the entire game. BYU stacked up 301 yards. 
Big gash after big gash after big gash. BYU's defensive front destroyed everything that Navy had to offer. And let's be honest, their attack is tough. Ask Oklahoma when they played a few years back. The wishbone, the options, especially how they do it, it's tough. The winner for week one, Kalani Satek, the head coach of BYU. He was on a hot seat. He came off a 7-6 season. Let's be honest, they finished the season losing two straight games. This game was interesting because head coach of Navy, lying on even a remotely attempt to say his last name. They're both from Hawaii. Made it interesting. The loser for week one, Jay Hobson, the head coach of Southern Mississippi. Why? Well, why not? You had four winning seasons out of four. Impressive. Went to three... Bowl games. Pretty impressive. Winning one. One. I'm talking one ugly loss at home. This past weekend to South Alabama. He then resigned the following day. As head coach of Southern Mississippi. The winner for week one, the Sun Belt. Okay, granted they went one and two. But if you look at South Alabama, they went from Sun Belt seller to now a team that could possibly be a threat in the Sun Belt. No, they're not going to beat Louisiana. They're not going to beat Appalachian State. But they can be a big time, big time threat. Arkansas State played, I thought, phenomenal against Memphis. Texas State, I thought, played great against SMU. Conference USA is my loser of the week. Plain and simple, Middle Tennessee got blown out of the water to Army. Southern Miss loses to South Alabama. Marshall, yeah, they beat Eastern Kentucky, but Eastern Kentucky's an FCS. North Texas beat an FCS school in Houston Baptist. UAB, you barely beat a Central Arkansas team. And Texas El Paso, who hasn't won a game, seemed like him forever. A late score put them away, put Stephen F. Austin away. The winner, let's be honest, BYU's running back core. Tyler racked up 132 yards against Navy. 
and all 10 running backs that that ran for 90 yards or more this weekend, UAB's Spencer Brown was the only upperclassman. And last but not least, the loser for week one, plain and simple, is Conference USA's running game. Middle Tennessee, Southern Miss. Neither program managed to get over 100 yards rushing. Southern Miss tried to stay alive against South Alabama. Middle Tennessee even never had the ball. Only 184 yards, period, against Army. Army's program is one of those, they will hold on to the ball, and they will hold on to the ball. Ask Oklahoma. Wow. We have breaking news. Vaughn Miller. Broncos pass rusher suffers a bad lower leg injury. MRI is set for tomorrow. Again, if you're just listening in, Von Miller, Broncos pass rusher, severely hurt in the practice, lowers his um, lower leg injury. MRI is tomorrow. That's not good. If you are the Denver Broncos, who in fact just released Todd Davis and made some key releases that I was a little surprised of, and we'll talk that tomorrow on tomorrow's podcast. Um, that's not good. That is not a good sign. We will definitely talk that tomorrow when we have more results in. So, um, to end the note on college football, and then uh, if you're listening on Paris or watching on Periscope, I'll still be staying. We'll be on here for a while. Um, YouTube, pretty much subscribe, like, comment in the comment box below. Thank you for all joining in. Um, Periscope will be on here soon. As always, thank you for your support. Feel free to download and subscribe on iTunes and Google. Follow the show on at airraid underscore podcast on Twitter for all the latest news surrounding this show. And I will see you lovely people tomorrow night, same time, same place for more sports. Take care. Stay safe. See you on the other end.